0: Well done, Dennis. That's pretty cool. Yeah, thank you. Just, you know, messing around one night. Well, everybody, welcome to the uh, Tuesday night version
1: of uh, webcast. Uh, We got Dr. Sean Cooper with us. We'll introduce him in just a moment. Dennis, tell us what's on the horizon, please.
0: So, let's see. What day are we? The 5th? Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo, Dana. Oh, gracias. (laughs) On Thursday, 10 a.m., we have um, a coach's officials webinar hosted by Dana. She sent out a um, Zoom webinar. Link on Friday, 5 p.m., Tony Corrente, retired NFL white hat, I believe. No, he's still working. He's still working? Oh, not retired anymore. He's still not retired. Not, Not retired. Saturday will be Sarah Thomas giving a class on line and scrimmage, 10 a.m. And the next Wednesday, uh, Stevan Baca, 6 p.m. We'll have uh, five questions and five videos. So it's more of a video breakdown with uh, rules, five rules. Uh, next Thursday will be uh, Big 12 XFL um, back judge, Terry Walton. He'll be giving a class on the back judge position. Oh, that's what we got coming up. Dana, it's all yours.
2: Good evening, good evening, everybody. Uh, welcome back. It's a, another good night of a little football officiating, training, and education. Tonight's speaker, as you can see from your screen, and as uh, Dennis mentioned, is Sean Cooper. Sean is a football official from the Las Cruces group. He has 17 years of experience in football, 14 years of experience in basketball, or for those who prefer the other sport, um, he's officiated three New Mexico State championship football games. This past year, he was the head linesman for the 6A state championship game, and uh, he is an associate professor at NMSU, where he teaches computer science. And Sean was a one of our state clinicians last year. Was that last year, Sean? That's correct. It's all blur right now. I don't even know what day it is, but Sean's one of the most intelligent people I have ever known, and uh, he certainly does some outstanding presentations for football. He does does a lot in terms of training and education, and we all can learn a lot from him. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome everybody tonight and say thank you to Sean for being our presenter this evening, and I will uh, turn it right over to him. Thanks, Sean.
3: Thank you, Dana. Thank you, Ken. Thank you, Dennis. Um, I'm going to share my screen here. So I'm waiting for. So uh, today I want to talk a little bit about loose ball and uh, what loose ball looks like and uh, what are the rules around it. I want to make sure that we don't focus on what we might remember from uh, pro or college. Our loose ball rules are very different and has some nuances in it, and so. You'll see some of the slides and some of the plays that I've generated from last summer and probably forgot some of those. And then I've developed a few more just to kind of tickle the edges of these uh, rules. There was a question about a week ago where he said, how do you go about learning the rules? And for me, I like to read the rules and then uh, apply them in kind of the regular spot, and then also try to push them on the edge. What are the what's the ridiculousness of it? What what's the maximum and uh, levels that I could push these rules to understand what the what the boundaries of these rules are? So, um, uh, so quickly, uh, just a little outline of what we're going to do. A little bit of motivation. We'll test ourselves, remind ourselves about kind of our plays and some of the exceptions that go with these things, and then we'll talk more about loose ball and mostly in the main area, there's a lot of uh, exceptions for when there's a score. Talk a little bit about those, but I really want to focus on what happens with loose ball and where we need to actually pay attention. The one thing I want us to remember is that we need to use our bean bag, not only for fumbles, but also for backward passes, anywhere, any place. So especially if it's a beyond the line of scrimmage and there's a backwards pass run, there's a run, a guy doesn't want to get tackled. pitches back towards someone else, and they run farther, we need to have a beanbag on that backwards pass. And we often say beanbag the fumble, beanbag the fumble. We should be saying beanbag the loose ball whenever the ball becomes out of the hands, not in possession of one of the players. So we're going to do some correctness and consistency. That's always the kind of idea that I like to talk about. We're going to focus on loose ball plays. Let's just take ourselves real, uh, real quick uh quarterback passes uh, goes past the neutral zone and then returns returns behind the line of scrimmage and then passes the ball. Uh here's uh see if I can get this one up and do an open poly- M-A-A play. Sorry. Sorry. Guess I don't have that one. Where is it? All right. I should have looked earlier. I cut. Ca- yes. oh. I want to look in NMAA. Oh, don't save. Sorry. <sighs> I understand now. This, this software is not the you know, super easiest. So this, just, uh, this is not part of loose ball. It has some loose ball components. We're not going to have a foul here. But we just want to watch what happens here. In the first run, the quarterback runs across the line of scrimmage and retreats back on top of the line of scrimmage. And then in the second half, the throw the, throws the ball to the receiver. And the question is, is this a legal play or not? And the answer to, our, to that is actually, yes, it is a legal play because it doesn't, there's no, um, uh, uh, the line of scrimmage doesn't dissolve when the quarterback goes back and comes back, uh, it it stays live. So even if he goes back and passes back to another player, backwards pass, or retweets themselves, as long as they have one forward pass, it's a legal pass. And here's just some reminders. Here's another one we want to test our, ourselves. This is when I see a lot of times what we've missed, and this is one Ooh. of the exceptions in our uh, rule set, and this is where uh, a uh, there's a pass play to to a two a two is first. Uh, so that we're going to go to play two, open, pass play hold. So in this play, what we have is let me move this over here. We have a a a, a, a series where there's there's a hold at the very beginning as this guy goes by. There's a hold by the defensive end. And then it gets free and the wide receiver picks the ball up and makes a touchdown for it. Well, this is a, this is a foul during loose ball. Normally that foul would be previous spot administered, but we have an exception to that rule. And this is what we miss a lot of times when there's a foul by the defense, pretty much no matter what, and there's a touchdown, that's a tack on. That's not a college rule where you have to uh, refuse it. We get to take uh, take the score and take the penalty, as uh, John Daniel will tell me. We it hurts them the most. What hurts them the most is kind of a general philosophy about these things. So again, if we have a hold at the beginning of a pass play, this is during loose ball, and then it continues on, and there's a score. That hold can be tacked on either to the succeeding point after the point after try or the succeeding kick. Let's look at another one real quick. uh, So this is the second half of it. Uh, And then we want to make sure we uh, test ourselves again on hold and sack. So let's look at play three real quick. I'll tab, open play three. Here's a, and so here we have a play where there's a hold by offense, this is easy, and then there's a tackle by the quarterback on the other side of that one. Well, this quarterback never lost the ball, never was loose ball. The penalty enforcement's at the end of the run, and so this is where it hurts the the offense the most, and and they can take that ball back. It'll be, the penalty can, they can decline the penalty and take it uh, at the end of the run, or they get out on that 10 yards at the end of the run. So that was just a normal play. We've seen those a lot of times. now uh let's do another one where there's uh the same kind of scenarios there, but this is slightly different We're testing ourselves on this uh and we'll see what happens next this one's slightly different so in this play uh we have action the quarterback is retreating we have a we have a hold by the offensive tackle uh by the offensive tackle and then the quarterback fumbles the ball or backwards passes the ball and then the quarterback then recovers the ball and is tackled back there so in this case the ball became loose we're going to see the we're going to see the definite in just a second this meant that all the action prior to or during the loose ball is what's called loose ball play and these fouls that are behind that this loose ball became loose ball behind the line of scrimmage that means that this foul is An either or meaning they can take the result of the play here or they can go back to where the penalty was line of scrimmage in this case and walk off those 10 yards and have a reset it down. So this is an or. Notice there's a slight difference between the first one quarterback just got sacked but there was a hold by the offense, the second one the quarterback fumbled or backward pass purposefully, and then the so that penalty is not attack on, that penalty occurred before or during loose ball. And so that penalty is enforced from the previous spot. Well, that's behind the line scrimmage. You guys are always willing to pipe in. I don't understand. I don't agree. And it's it's better for us to have a conversation than say, oh, Sean knows what's going on. And we'll get to the rules as we get there. So let's look at the definition of the rules about loose ball. We're looking at loose ball play. What are the rules? So in rule two defines it, rule 10, it talks about the enforcement and what how we go about doing it. So in rule 2 we're going to focus on 233 three. plays for penalty enforcement. this is about loose ball. We're not there's a whole bunch of other things we need to talk about. Today we're going to talk about loose ball. So it defines in 233 three what loose ball play is. We want to focus on all four of these and see where they are. So a free kick or a screamish kick uh, other than what's called a post-scrimmage kick foul. So these fouls are not PSK qualified. We're not going to talk about them very much today. I will talk to them later if Ken and Dennis would like me to that one. But notice this is a foul that's during a loose ball while the ball was you know, basically behind the line of scrimmage. Even a free kick, the ball is effectively behind the line of scrimmage. So these fouls are occurring during the loose ball of a free kick. Uh, loose ball play is also when you have a legal forward pass you're going to only have a legal forward pass one forward pass behind the line of scrimmage notice these words a and b are behind the line of scrimmage c a backwards pass including the snap that would be behind the line of scrimmage an illegal kick how would you get a legal kick it's typically in the back in the in the in the, uh, in the backfield it's when the ball's on the ground and the one of the kickers kicks it purposely on the ground. Or a fumble by A from in or behind the neutral zone. Notice A, B, and C are all about in the behind the neutral zone and, and no change of possession because once you change the possession, there's no more line of scrimmage. So notice those three. The fourth one called loose ball play is the runs or runs which precede a legal or illegal kick. A legal forward pass, backward pass, or fumble. And this one can apply to things that are beyond the line of scrimmage. For example, if you get beyond the line of scrimmage, you can still be a backwards pass. You could also have a forward, well, not a legal forward pass. It could be illegal. They should, and I asked uh, the the NFH has to add illegal to this phrase, but they haven't added it to it. So the first three are all behind the line of scrimmage. The fourth one can be in front of the line of scrimmage. Those are important to us about what we're going to do next. And then number, uh, part article two, running play is an action play. That's not one of these above it. So we're going to see more about that in the rule definition of penalty enforcement in 10, set 10. So in set 10, Notice that we only see three of the rules specifically listed here and a note, so D is not there. A loose ball play action is a free kick, scrimmage kick, other than those defined by those pieces. And what we're going to do is that's still behind the line of scrimmage. A league with forward pass has to be behind the line of scrimmage. A backwards pass, and notice I emphasize, from in or behind the neutral zone. So all of these loose ball plays are going to be interesting. This is 10 3 1. Remember, T 3 1 is all behind the line of scrimmage. And then it talks about you can have loose ball multiple times behind the line of scrimmage. You can drop, you can fumble the ball, you can pick it up, you could pitch it backwards, you could pick it up, you could kick it to your buddy if you wanted to. And then your buddy could throw a forward pass all behind the line in the scrimmage. All of that's legal. although those are a uh, loose ball play action behind the line of scrimmage. 10-3-1 is all about the line of scrimmage, line of hand of scrimmage. 10-3-2 says a running play is any action that is, is not included in Article 1. This is Article 1. So running plays aren't things when the ball gets loose. So then we start talking about what the end of the run is. The end of the run is when the ball becomes dead, when the runner is in possession. That's pretty straightforward. I want to talk about b where the runner loses possession if his run is followed by a loose ball, so there is a run, the ball becomes loose, that's the end of the run. We're going to need to know about the end of the run and with the penalty enforcement in just a second. And there's two places that's going to happen uh, when that's going to happen. Ten four one. If a foul occurs during a down, the basic spot is determined by the action. The action includes loose ball play action. So we have this word loose ball in there. During the this is the and they call this the basic spot. So that's the first place we're gonna just consider putting the bot ball for penalty enforcement. But it may move backwards based on what else happened. The basic spot is the previous spot for a foul which occurs simultaneous to a kick. But I'm emphasizing B, for a foul which occurs during a loose ball as defined in ten three one. loose ball is in or behind the neutral zone. So, if a foul occurs during loose ball play in or behind the line of scrimmage, the basic spot is the previous spot. So, if it's loose, the first place for you to look is going to be the previous spot. This is what the rule says for us. This is not like what happens in college and in pro. This is for us. Uh, There's some special enforcement ones. I'm going to just. Want to focus on the basic basic spot for foul and then and I'm not going to talk about C for for kicking. So all of these kicking things. you just want to talk about the basic spot for normal plays, not scrimmage kicks, and all of these other ones. There's plenty of us to learn from that separately. We're just talk about line of scrimmage or when the ball becomes loose beyond the line of scrimmage or if there's no line of scrimmage. <coughs> Okay, the basic spot is the spot where the kick ends. Okay, where the kick ends on our sports. I'm just going to some basic spots. But again, the basic spot is the previous spot in 4 3, just to be uh, uh, cl- uh, have everything there. 10 4 3 talks about where the spot kick ends. We're not going to talk about kicks anymore. 10 4 4, the basic spot is the spot where the related run, related run, that's where we're going to have a beanbag. We have a beanbag beyond the line of scrimmage, or if there isn't one, even if Remember, a loose ball can be a backwards pass, so we're going to throw out a beanbag for that as well. We've only been telling you to do fumbles when the ball is ever pitched back. We want, it, we want to beanbag that. If it's thrown forward past the line of scrimmage, we've got a flag on it. We don't need to have a beanbag. If someone kicks it beyond the line of scrimmage, we have a flag on it. We don't need a beanbag on it. But we've been telling you to beanbag fumbles. I'm telling you, we, for our rules, we also have to beanbag backwards passes beyond the line of scrimmage uh but there's just 10-4-5 talks about succeeding spots and those are typically uh, uh, off-field fouls unsportsmanlike fouls dead ball fouls and we're going to talk we weren't talking before so we're talk about loose ball just kind of get in the sense about where all these things are and about 10-4-5 so let's look at a play uh, play seven and see what's going to happen. So it's going to be a ball on the 35, first and ten. A one's in a shotgun formation. After the snap is ended, so the snap, the ball was loose, but the quarterback got it. After the a two halfback blocks b two below the waist, dives at his knees at the 30 at a 33 yard line, and the plays reverse. During the reverse, a one pitches the ball out to a three, and a three runs for a long, a, a, a decent run. So uh remind me what was that what's it open pass run seven seven thank you very much open so here's the play and so this is how uh so we we've got the quarterback got the ball we're running kind of a reverse in place and there's the block on the back block below the waist by the tight end so we've got a foul there it's not a loose ball foul yet it's just a foul and we continue on until we get to this point. And when we get to this point, we're going to move on to the next step. And at the next step, there's a pitch. At this point, that makes that ball that foul part of the related run, which and the ball became loose behind the line of scrimmage. So this foul at the 33 per se, or 36. I said 33, but you know, here's this foul is now going to be treated slightly different. And then he's run and tackled behind the line of scrimmage. So this is where we have to be careful. What we want to do is take that foul that the offense did and tack it on to the end of the run there. That's not going to be their case. The, the rule says the, the basic spot for that foul, where we would mark it off, is the previous spot. And then we would then move it back with all-in-one where the tight end, uh, uh, if it was behind the line scrimmage. we we go back. Let's change the mechanism. So get that point, we've got a loose ball foul. Let's change the process here. And now the foul is a face mask, a face mask by defense. Right there. Face mask by defense. Yank down the tight end. Now the ball gets Loose by purposely throwing it. And again, that that running back is tackled behind the line of scrimmage. What is the basic spot for that foul of defense? The previous line of scrimmage. So if we're going to let A A have that penalty, we get to go back to the line of scrimmage and mark off that 15-yard face mask towards the defense because that's loose ball play. It's not that case if it was never loose. If it was was never loose, it's the end of the run. But in case this one's loose, and you're probably saying, I don't agree. I don't agree. So let's go back to see that rule. So we make sure we see that part. Let's look at the definition of loose ball. So it's a backwards pass From in or behind the line of scrimmage, does it meet the criteria for loose ball action? Yes. And then we look at the spot of enforcement, and the spot of enforcement is the previous spot. So if we have that scenario where defense caused a penalty or offense caused a penalty, then we're going to start from the previous spot to mark that line off. So, is this surprise? Hope I, you know, hopefully it's not surprising to you, but it's not the same as happens in other leagues. This is our rules. As much as we may or may not like them, that's how they are. Feel free to send a question in the chat room, or if you have, you can just mic in and ask a question. There's, there's not, a, there's not a ton of us, so it's better that you ask me and either correct me, or we can talk about why it's right or wrong.
0: Is the reinforcement spot different if the end of the run ends beyond the line of scrimmage for that loose ball foul?
3: No. So, so uh, let me see if uh, I ask you that question and then see if, uh, so let's change. I'm going to, I'm going to get rid of that. Uh, let's say I want to add on to this play and he didn't really get tackled. But he runs over to here and he gets tackled here. Is that is that the scenario that we're talking about now? Yes. Okay. So uh, again, we've had the motion, the activity over here. We have the pitch, we have the foul and then the pitch back, and we've got to run all the way till the front of line. Where is the spot of that foul? It's not during the run. The related run was when the quarterback pitched it out. So we don't get to add on that one either. It's an or when the ball penalty occurs before or during loose ball. And you can have penalties after that, but during the loose ball that penalty belongs to that set. If it's behind the line of scrimmage, then the penalty enforcement's previous spot. As much as we want to tack that on, we can't. And we have to explain it to the coach. Because you pitched it, you don't get to have both. You can have one or the other. Now, if there was no pitch, it's going to be tacked on to the end. And I know that's hard to digest.
0: So they could decline it and take the result of the play. Yes, yeah, so, so you can, it, you know, the, or they could the, accept and take whatever would the, give them more yardage.
3: More yardage and repeat the down, unless they get a, you know, they get first down on it. that's. So right. usually, what happens with loose ball, it's an or. Whereas in running play, it's an and, right? You you get the you get to have the result of the play and tack it on, but the loose ball is. You know, it's, it's like an oar in the sense that it's at that spot. And we'll see another one in, in a minute about some more of those pieces. But I, must, I, I suspect this is kind of uh, a little surprising to us because that's not how we officiate it.
0: Right. And so you the know, it's penalties like, we're talking about, are they just 15 yard penalties?
3: Anything, anything, five, 10, 15, any of the penalty, any, anytime there's a penalty by either team. Then if you want to enforce it, that, that's the choice. It's right. at the previous spot at the previous spot. This is talking, we're talking about fouls behind the line of scrimmage. We're gonna get some that are in front of the line of scrimmage in just a minute. But it, it, again, it's all of that stuff up to that point. Right. And so I just, so, I just
0: want to start. clarify that, make sure everyone understood that it's all fouls, not just all all fouls. Thanks.
3: All fouls. You guys doing good? Okay. Oh, so. So let's look at play eight. This is a, a similar one in the sense that, but this is all handing the ball. So I'm going to go to play eight. Uh, don't save play eight. So this is a similar play in the sense that we've got the we've got the action towards uh, towards our side, and uh, uh, the press box side, but in this case, that the foul occurs. And then there's a handoff here. I apologize; this software's not as clean about the handoff, but there's a handoff there. We have not; the ball hasn't gone loose. We haven't pitched it at this point. Um, and then we have a run to, and he gets tackled there. This is a running play, 100% running play. The ball never came loose. So if the if, if the run ends there and defense wants that thing, they can actually take the penalty at the end of the run, but would we repeat down, or they can refuse the down, or if for some reason, uh, we're gonna add another uh, piece here, that wide receiver runs past here, and he gets tackled uh, at this next scenario here, at that next scenario. Now the penalty, it's still a running play, and offense committed the foul, let's say. So this is what's called the all but one rule. The, 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 the end of the run is the basic spot. The foul occurred, did not occur during loose ball. The foul occurred during the play. And so we're going to go to the spot of the foul and walk off that 10 yards if they want that penalty. This is pretty straightforward. It's, there's no, you know, it's like, you know, we get we. I think we're really good about the all but one rule. All uh, you know, the fouls behind the 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 end of the run are 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 pretty clean with us. Any questions about this part? This is really straightforward. Notice there's a slight difference between these two plays. One play was a loose ball, and one wasn't. And so we're not careful about loose ball, and we want to get ourselves better at at the loose ball understanding. Um. I'm not gonna do a scrimmage kick I'm not gonna do some free kicks. I want to look at this razzle dazzle here a play fourteen and I've got a couple more that I've built just for this one these are these are ones I showed uh, last time during our clinic but I want to show you this uh, don't save and I'm going to fourteen razzle dazzle so this is a test ourselves and and uh, apologize what we're gonna have basically is a lot of people going downfield to catch a ball and what's going to happen next is there's going to be a foul downfield then a pitch to somebody and then a run so so here we've got everybody running downfield and now we have a pass to that one wide receiver now i don't put that, that that yellow penalty needs to occur i couldn't get it to work right needs to occur now so so the ball is no longer loose, and and this wide receiver's got the ball, and now the penalty occurred. Apologize for the the, the sequencing, but just make sure that you understand. So now it's a foul during a run. Loose balls, no, it's over. Ball's got the run. Now what happens is the wide receiver pitches the ball out. Now the ball became loose. So this foul that occurred on the thirty occurred before or during the loose ball. And the rule says that that foul is going to be assessed at the end of the run. That means we need a flag here. Because what happens next is this player runs all the way for a touchdown. So the question is, we would want to throw and assess assess the penalty from where the penalty from the where the penalty was committed, but the rule says that it's going to be where uh, it's it's either that if it's be you know, it's going to be where the ball in this case where the ball was pitched. So that's another that's the so that says the fouls are re- associated with the related run a related run. Was that event after it was received by that player, and all the way up into that pitch? That is a run, and that's the related run, and that became loose. That penalty occurred before or during the loose ball. That's why we have to pitch. We have to pitch our beanbags, even for a backwards pass. And I know that's not what we say. Backwards passes and fumbles when the ball becomes loose. When the ball becomes loose. What I'm going to uh, show you now is I'm going to go to my Tuesday one. I have a, I have a couple of uh, scenarios here. This is a, a loose ball play. So uh, we have the quarterback. He re- uh, uh, he's retreating back. There's a penalty by offense, and before the quarterback gets tackled, he throws the ball out of bounds backwards. Now, see, I'm going to talk about the extreme. Why would he do that? Well, he can, and so now the question is, what is that foul that's at the 35? That foul is a loose ball foul. And that foul is going to start by basic spotting at the previous spot. If that foul, let's say, let's go back up here, and in the defensive end's uh, action to get by that halfback, he grabs him by the face mask and throws him on the ground. And then he's going after that quarterback, and the quarterback says, pitch that ball out of bounds. Well, because that ball was loose... He made it loose, seems pretty illegal, seems unsporting-like, but it became loose purposefully, or it fumbled accidentally. That ball became loose, and that qualifies that foul as a loose ball foul, and its basic spot is the line of scrimmage. And since it's against defense, we would march that 15 yards from that spot. If we reverse the role of those fouls, in this case, the halfback Grabs the face mask of that defensive end, but it gets loose, and then the quarterback crack tosses, tosses it back. Then there's a choice. There's an or choice. The defense could take the ball where it went out of bounds, minus a down, or they can take that penalty. But that penalty is basic spot on the 40. All but one rule says that we would walk off that penalty from the 35. Not where the ball went out of bounds. Because the ball went loose. If that quarterback had run out of bounds, had run out of bounds during that foul, then they could attack it on.
1: So I have a question. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, this is Joe in Albuquerque. So the first scenario you said the halfback went up went up the middle to block. The defensive end grabbed him by the face mask. Right there. Uh huh. Then he went on to the quarterback, and, yes. and the quarterback intentionally grounded the ball backwards out of bounds. Correct. Okay, so you have a foul there also. No, even because... A, even though it's a loose
0: ball, so you got a foul on offense and a foul on defense. Why would not they offset?
3: So, so backwards passes are never illegal.
0: Yeah, but intentional grounding is...
3: So intentional grounding is a forward pass, not a backwards pass. You can never intentionally backwards pass.
0: Yeah, uh, a quarterback. He says, "Okay, I'm under duress, and I look
1: back. and I know there's nobody there, and I toss it out of bounds on purpose."
0: So, Joe, I just think says, a backward pass. if He throws it, and in to intentionally ground it, you're you're not going to kill it. It's going to be a fumble until it goes out of bounds. It's a loose ball, and it's not a it's not a penalty. It's not. So it's not a foul. It's not just a.
3: It's not a foul. And I know that there's other well,
0: that places. happens so fast. No wonder people get screwed up,
3: right? Abso- abso- absolutely. Absolutely. And so, I mean, if you wanted to coach a coach and you say, you know what, quarterback, if you see a flag come out and you can throw that ball just slightly out back behind you so you don't get an intentional ground, it's to your advantage. It's to the advantage of the quarterback to actually fumble the ball out of bounds, backwards. yeah. yeah. This rule, I mean i yeah, I don't I'm think sure
1: this is spot enforced against the defense first down or whatever it is
3: yes, wow, wow, yes, I mean, unless you can find something i mean the rules are really clear about the no. uh, the looseness, and so this is what you know we missed this a lot.
0: Well, that was easy to miss because it's it looks blatant, even but the backwards pass is the key there.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, I could put the quarterback to the sideline and he, as he gets tackled, fumbles the ball out of bounds and, you know, whether it's forward or backwards at that point, it doesn't matter. Once the ball got fumbled and, you know, we could put that guy slightly over to this. If I could change, if you want, I could change his action. Let me, uh, let me get rid of that okay. action. I'm going to do that one. And let's say this, uh, this quarterback also runs and Oh, did I throw the... Okay, and so now I'm going to go to the next scenario. Oh, shoot. Uh, it's complicated. The software's not easy. And they're running back. You know, I, I'm sorry. That software's got some troubles with me doing some of this ball, But I think you guys get that. Whether he purposely throws it backwards or fumbles it. so. I always like to think of the extremes. What happens if he threw it forward? Well, it would be dead and we'd have a double foul. I agree with that, Joe. But if he throws it backwards, there's nothing illegal about it. There's nothing illegal about throwing it backwards. And in this case, when the foul occurred, whether it was offense or defense, that foul starts at the previous spot of enforcement is the line of scrimmage. Now, the offensive foul, we're going to go back to the spot of the foul and move it back. But we're not going to go where it was thrown out of bounds. That's the key to this one. And I know it's kind of a jaw-dropping one, so I, you know, it's like, oh, this is crazy. But that's our rules. Our rules are different than what we see in college and pro, what we're used to. Any questions about this scenario? I have another couple to throw at you.
1: Do you ever see? Excuse, do you ever see federation just going to NCAA
3: rules? Um, I me, are you asking my question. I, I don't think so because there's. Uh, there's a one, one, you know. They have an apparatus. They've convinced 48 states to play federation. Um, it, it causes, I think, politically, it causes us trouble talking to coaches and fans because they don't quite understand the kind of the the, 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 the college rules part. But uh, I look at the rules in high school, and they're a lot more safety oriented. The you know, they, and you could you could argue with me, but I you know just you know we don't let the defense. Come back and come back forth and and that helps the the new learning student at, at high school not to you know ha- not have to react to a person coming back and forth they're not in the neutral zone and jumping back and so uh, I do think there's things coming like out of pocket uh intentional uh, out of pocket clearly the clock is not going to be intentional grounding I think that's coming there's some things that are mixes there, but I just don't think all of it's there. We talk a little bit more about safety i I think if we see coaches take advantage of this purposeful backwards pass and advantage of getting these things, they'll get rid of that. There was a time when um, quarterbacks after a a touchdown in Connecticut, if if you won by 50, coach had to sit a game or two. And so he would instruct his quarterback on a point after try to run back 97 yards and do a kneel down to shave points. And if you remember four or five years ago, they said, Defense can never score on a point after try. That was something introduced into our rule book, and you're probably like, I don't know what that means. But it was happening in Connecticut in the sense that coaches were using that rule. They couldn't, they could not put pitch it to the defense to run back, you know. And so, and and here's another one with the safety. It's like on a point after try, we're done, right? We're we're done. As soon as offense has tried enough, we're done. Where in college, they get to play that play back. And I just don't think that's going to happen for a while. The, The Federation's got a lot more. On the safety but i mean i that's all i see i don't i don't i'm not in that room talking to them um let's see this we're going to have a play here uh here's oh this is just a plain old running play i don't know why i put this one here this is a plain running play uh a handoff there's a foul uh here by offense or defense doesn't really matter and the running play comes over here it's a oh let me so this is a this is a, a a kind of a sweep but it's a run sweep and the fact it's just a quarterback sweep and the quarterback runs let me see, let me get everybody placed there so quarterback is he running at all oh there's a handoff to the to that wide out runner he gets the ball there's a foul and he runs further on, and then eventually is tackled. Well, since there was the ball never came loose, this is a penalty by let's say off, uh, defense. They 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 knocked his knees out from underneath him, so that uh, so you know you, caught the, you know they talk about clearing clearing the sweep, and and that uh, defensive end knocked the offensive tackle uh, off by his feet, about block below the waist. So this is just a plain old run. This is going to be uh, end of the run, penalty, block below the waist, 10, 10 yards. Now we're going to change it up a little bit, and this is what's we're going to have. And this one's a sweep as well. We're going to go to the near side again. We've got all our all our players pulling. They're moving forward. I mean, again, we've got that off defensive tackle knocking the offensive tackle's knee, block below the waist. And now we have a pass, a screen pass uh, to this halfback who then runs down uh, multiple yards. That block below the waist occurred before or during loose ball. That means we don't tack on that penalty to that run. It's an or. It's an or. It's previous spot plus 10. Or just take the results of the play. We don't get to add that on. This is the hardest one we get because we've got to be aware. So if we're wing, all officials need to say, hey, I had a foul. And I know it was before or during loose ball. And referees need to say, hey, I think the ball became loose. Do you remember where that foul occurred? Did it occur before or after loose ball? Because it makes a difference of where we're going to place that ball. see if I have another one. And I'm going to see this one. Loose ball play foul before or during loose ball foul by a spot. Okay, so we have everybody running, running past the line of scrimmage, right? The ball, there's a penalty by, let's say the defensive end onto the offensive tackle. Quarterback runs past. Pitches the ball back. Ball became loose. Now where... Where did that penalty occur? That a penalty occurred before that ball became loose. It it, it occurred before so before it's there. And now we're going on. The quarterback is here, and is at the thirty-five pitching back. That's where we have a bean bag. And then we mm-hmm. throw a long pass here, and so forth. So if we want to take that penalty the penalty is going to be back where that pitch was. It's not going to be a tack on. Because the ball became loose before or during loose ball. And it was purposely passed back. We don't typically beanbag that, but we've got to. So um, I think I'm done with slides. Let me look here. We talked about razzle dazzle and I'm at the spot where I'd like to take some input from you guys or thoughts or what you would like, or, you know, I'm always glad not, I I'm always sensitive about how much I'm talking and you guys are digesting and you start running out of positive energy. So I'd like to take some input from you or a scenario that we might be able to build and see if that makes any sense to you.
1: I don't know if I've ever actually heard a 45 minute, dissertation on loose ball i think it's no really it's amazing i i've I've never had anybody dive into it that deep it's fantastic did did you learn something that you didn't know before uh several things um you know it's the coaches when you were talking about you know it would be advantageous for a player to do this or do that uh you know we have the coaches coming on to talk with us thursday morning I don't really want to bring up that topic because it'll take over the whole program and all the coaches will throw it into their playbook. But, um, you know, it would be pretty smart of them to uh, start jumping on our webinars and learning as much as we're trying to learn with all these different rules.
3: It'd make you a better coach. Yeah. What I would, I would tell, uh, you have to be careful, but in general, uh, you know, You uh, you don't lose anything. Have the quarterback run to the sideline and just pitch it out of bounds backwards, and you know you're only lose a half a yard from that. And if there's a penalty anywhere, you're you're not you're not going to be you. If if it was on you, it's going to be at the penalty enforcement instead of the end of the run. If it's on them, it's going to go to the previous spot. It's not you never lose anything out of it by pitching you know getting to the side and pitching it out of bounds. I'm not saying that our rules are good. I'm just saying you're going to take advantage of them.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hey, you guys, unmute and then ask a question. Hey, Dennis, do you have them locked on mute
3: or can they unmute?
0: Um, they can unmute. Okay.
3: Well, I, I mean, we don't have to go the entire time. I'm always about 45 minutes. There's a lot going on, and, uh, you know, and I don't have – I, I don't want to talk about. I don't want to mix up all of the special enforcement and other pieces, which we could talk about other times. I just would like to just focus on the bare bones of this this loose ball component.
0: Shane, do you have a question? Uh, I'm just checking to see if my mic works. It works. Okay. Well, if nobody has any questions. Uh, Dana, it's all yours.
2: I I agree with Ken. I've never seen a a 45 minute presentation about loose ball either, but that was, that was good stuff. Um, if no one has any questions, um, I just want to say thank you to Sean and also thank you to everybody who joined tonight. Um, I believe Dennis read off the schedule at the beginning, but we'll have another, one on thursday morning which is the coach official webinar with mike Pereira. and then friday night is tony Carenti, and saturday is sarah thomas so we've got a lot more football coming up um we'll send out the recording of this link again so that way if you have questions you can look back at it and then if there's something that's unclear to you if you want to send an email to me or dennis or um ken will forward that on to sean so if there's something you look at after the fact and go wait a minute i probably should have asked this question we're happy to get that out to you so everybody thank you for still working on your craft in this wool in sports and uh we look forward to seeing you again on thursday morning hey
3: sean
1: thank hey, you And there was, a, there was a comment on the uh chat line great presentation by sean uh Oh, Thank you. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I think there's a couple of comments. Go ahead, Steve H. Hey, this is Steve. Hey, Steve. Sean, this is Stephen Roswell. I got a question. Um, okay. I, I, maybe I missed it, but when you were doing that running play, the sweep to the right, okay, and he, and he, he fouled, but the uh, run was like 10 yards farther down. So the basic spot is the end of the run. Yes. But do we, did I hear you right that we've, uh, it, it wasn't because the foul was behind the uh, end of the run, the basic spot wouldn't it be from the spot of the foul.
3: So, so the, so there's two, there's a, there's the, there's the basic spot and then there's the yes. enforcement spot. So the basic spots, the end of the run, yeah. the enforcement spot is going to be behind the line be, be behind that. So yes, the, the enforcement spot would be behind like you. Said. Okay. That's what, okay. I and just want to make sure I, I might've misstated it, but the, the you know we the 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 language says the basic spot for enforcement is the end of the run and the all but one rule says if the penalty right, by offense right. is behind we're mm-hmm. going to go to that that's a, that's a spot foul enforcement.
0: Okay, great. That's what I thought. All right, cool. Bill, okay. do you have something?
1: Yes, um, Dr. Cooper. I just want to say thank you for all the proper use of when the beam bag should be applied, and also I just need to revisit. The whole rule book application on ten four ten four two all the way to all uh, um, how to apply all the rules if it's before and after the line scrimmage. I just want to say thank you
3: you're welcome. I'm always available to you all and 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 Ken and and, and Dennis i I'm happy to talk about other you know, like the special enforcement um, I, as a as a teaser. I believe that we're going to have a presentation on force uh, during uh, the state clinic. That's that's what I'm thinking is happening, and uh, I've been working on a grid for all of those pieces. and uh, And Dennis and Esteban and some others are going to contribute so that we're all rock solid with that on the on the state clinic.
1: Okay, hey, I great. can speak personally. So, thank you, Mr. Cooper. Reply. He'll he'll reply to any email that you guys send him. Trust me.
0: You might not like the answer, but he'll reply. I got, I got a question about your state clinics, because I'm going to be new with your guys' group. Um, when do you guys host your state clinics? When do we host them? So where, when or where, I'm when, sorry. When, when and where?
2: When and where. So the state clinic every year is actually here in Albuquerque. We do one centralized site, and then we do offer an alternate state clinic that is held um, via webinar similar to this. Uh, It is, right now, scheduled for the 17th and 18th of July, we're, of course, waiting on word from the governor, CDC, and everybody else above us to let us know if we'll be able to have that gathering. We do it in conjunction with our Hall of Fame banquet and award ceremony and all of that, so we're hopeful that it will take place. If we're not able to hold a live one, we'll be doing online webinars for the state clinic this year as well. So generally it's the third week of July in Albuquerque, but this year, we're not sure yet.
0: Thank you.
2: You're welcome. And where where are you located at, sir?
0: Currently I'm in California. I'll be moving to Capitan, uh, taking my first car load up sometime at the end of this month and plan on being there in July. Okay. Did did you reach out to us already? Did we put you in contact with? Uh... Yeah, I've talked. I got an email from Dana earlier today. I've talked with David, and I'm going to be talking with Leonard after this. Okay. Cool. I'll just making sure. Thank you,
2: Shane. Welcome you. to the family. We're glad to have you on board, and look forward to working with. you. Yeah. Thank you.
0: All right. I think that's it. If nobody else, if anybody else has anything, uh, we're going to call it an early night. Great job, Coop. Cool,
1: yeah, thanks, Mr. Cooper. Great presentation.
2: Thanks, Thank Sean. You. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Dennis and Ken.
1: Yeah, definitely, Dennis, Ken.
0: Cool.
3: Hey, uh, uh, Dennis and Ken, did you guys, could you see the images good and was it clear?